Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston. He is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fina Tapendo Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. And some bad news. Uh, some bad news on today's show, but I've had a, a wee hamster uh, that I've had for since I was a wee boy, since I was eight years old, my hamster passed away. But I want to carry on doing the show anyway. But this is for wee hammy. This show, boys, thanks so much for accommodating me on this show. Gredo's <laughs> joining me and John, producer John's here. <laughs> Can we just talk about the awkward conversation that we just had before we hit the record button about the fact that Gredo is going to stag to it next week and threatened and forgot to invite you? And then has been worried and stressed about it for three months. Aye. I mean, look, my main priority here is not to go and grade those stag, it's to get booked for that fucking um, Pavilion show. big wrestling bash. That's my main priority. I don't want to go to wherever he's gone. It'll be Amsterdam, it'll be fucking somewhere like that, right? You know, it's going to be one of these places. It's going to be one of these places. A pit of debauchery is what it's going to be, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm an upstanding. Man, I can't be doing that. You know what I mean, Gredo? No, I totally get it, mate, but it has been playing on my mind for the last... <sighs> Sorry, mate, three months, but... Here we go. It's my hamster. <laughs> um, no, I don't uh, it's it's Saturday, mate, and I thought, I need to tell this guy, man, because I'm going to be putting things up because I did make an asset. I did think I put it in the Wrestling Daft chat. It's a long story, but we're, we're, we're fine, we're good, we're still on the same page. But we're I... good, we're still on the same page, and I'm not, yeah. just so the punters know it there, I'm not the type of guy, I'm trying to think here, in fact, I'm going to hit you with, with an amazing uh, statistic, I've never been on a stag hen. What? Ever, and actually I tell a lie, I was on one. I went to Mark Miller, the comic book writer. I went to his stag oh. thing. Oh, you went to, hold on. You went, so you, the only stag do you've been on is a fucking author stag do. But it was in Scotland. And Can't it was it. like, it was in Scotland. It was it was like a short trip away. It was in Scotland. And it was like, you know, it was very civilized. Um, but I've never, apart from that, I've, that's honestly the only stag thing I've ever been on. Have you ever even taken a draw a fag? I've never taken a draw a fag, no. 
Guess what theme song this is? I've drawn, I've drawn. <laughs> in fact, right, play, play a theme song. It's naked video. How good is this for a theme song, man? That is Brilliant. definitely an underrated TV film. It's it's so iconic that that naked video music that you know any time I've been working on sketch stuff, whether I've been working on sketch stuff with Ian Connell or working on sketch stuff with Greg Hemphill, see whenever we're needing some kind of quick wee visual quickie sketches, like wee short ones, we always go. Eh, no one needing here. We're needing a wee. <laughs> 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 in the middle of the shows, they used to play the music, and it would just be like visual stuff, like a guy walking into a lamppost or that kind of stuff, and you know, um, the baldy man, like Gregor Fisher saying, "You know, it's a, it's a very, very what a great show that was. Some great stars. In fact, Gredo is working with uh, a couple of the cast members of uh, Naked Video." Aye. Aye, Johnny and Elaine, that's where they can... Was that like their first telly thing, do you think? Uh, no, I don't think it I don't think it was, no, because I think Elaine's... I don't know, actually, I don't, was 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 City Lights, no, must have been one of their first telly things. They did that together, I know, but I don't I know thought, what came I first. Elaine C. Smith wasn't in City Lights, so was she? Yes, she was. Was yes, she really? Yes, she was, mate, because it was in City Lights that Elaine C. Smith said, her character coined the phrase, pure dead brilliant. Pure dead brilliant. Really? I mate, mate, and I didn't know that until a couple of months. And that's why Glasgow is pure dead brilliant and all that whole campaign all came for Lane C. Smith's character. Wow. In City. Do you know do you know my earliest memory? Right. See, now can you any of you know what your earliest memory is if somebody was to ask you? I, as in no. ever. In Jimmy Savile's house. I <laughs> <laughs> was there a couple of weeks ago. Were you up going cool, were you? Aye! Is it still got beast written on it? No, no, it aye, aye, but it was like, do you know that way? I just was like, because um, I kept going by it. I kept going by it and I went, I'm going to see what the crack is here, man. I want to see if there's any kind of like, utility bill still lying about James Savile BT, do you know what I mean? Like, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Fiscally Broadband, 2007, J- James Savile, do you know what I mean? Uh, and then I kind of crept up to it and then I get fear in case somebody like, took a photo of me. And <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it it's nothing but on, it's nothing but traffic. It's like in the busiest road in Scotland. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I thought I just was like, I could just imagine something going. Is that a guy for two doors down? It said Jimmy stuff. <laughs> it used to come out and wait for <laughs> the buses as they went by. Like all the the buses, that was the thing that you went up to going co and all the big kind of tourist buses and there's Savile waving away all the buses. Um, so that's that's the thing in it. You know what I mean, Jimmy Savile, uh, Chris Benoit. We appreciated their work rate, mm-hmm. but you know, um, you've got to separate the art for the artist, etc. Here's 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 something here's something I was thinking about. <laughs> See these speaking of Jimmy Savile types. When you jump on Facebook, right? I tell you what's a mad gimmick. These people that uh, that are just fucking normal people, right? Just fucking people for like Shettleston and and Mary Hill on it, but they go out and try and hunt the paedophiles down. The beast uh, hunters. The fucking beast hunters. That's that's a mental gimmick, isn't it? That does. And then you get these weird guys. These videos. Are they not called like the wolf? I'm I'm laughing. It's no funny, right? But there's these videos of these guys and like that. I'm not a pedophile. (laughs) I remember seeing one. I'm not. Ask my ask my man. I'm not a pedo. 
That, no, was, no. that was the, that was the same guy that went. He went. I'm not a pedo. I work in an office. <laughs> <laughs> Are they not? I'm not a pedo. That's my mom and dad. I work in an office. That was the same guy. And he's like, I wanted to. He was like, I, I just wanted to take her swimming. Oh my god. They're oh called like the Wolf Pack, and they know what they're called like the Wolf Pack. Did, 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 oh, I'm sure they're called the Wolf Pack or something like that. Wolf Pack is back, cousin Mass Destruction, catch teeth, bad boys, Imagine big fucking Kevin Nash turning up. Imagine, <laughs> imagine some pedo, right? Some old pedo is trying to groom somebody online, right? And turns up expecting, expecting, right? Some fucking young kid that's been hangmate and fucking big Kevin Nash. <laughs> it's the worst nightmare, isn't it? We've got, we've got the text. We've got the text right here. We've got that was, that was us. I but mate, but I know it has a gimmick though because you know this. They, like they've got their, they've got catchphrases and stuff like that. You know when the police oh. comes, they go, "There's his taxi. There's his taxi. There's a taxi." And I'm like, oh. "There's a taxi." You know, Hank as well though. You, you, is it just me that Hank's there is after he does fucking anybody else? I just. I just think there's a want about folk, but, but oh, I don't know. But why they, you know, why does it, I don't know. I don't know. What do you even say? What do you even say? It's one of the mental things about Facebook. Anyway, welcome to Wrestling Daft. It's a wrestling podcast. Um, no, we get a wee bit of, we get a wee bit of, look, this is an interesting thing. John likes to put up what's been happening this week. Uh, let's see. From the Football Beer and Punk Rock podcast. What is this? Oh, I'm not. I've not put that. This is just the listeners' course, but I'm just what's been happening this week. I don't know what's been happening this week. Yeah, we had AEW pay per view at the weekends. Cena returning to Raw, setting up a TA match. Oh, with aye, aye, aye. We had Jay turning on Sammy. It's been quite a few wee bits and bobs happening this week in the world of wrestling. Yeah, Kevin got in touch and he says, I've got a question for the boys. He says, I'm not entirely convinced that Roman Reigns will lose the titles to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. I think that might come later in the year, so I wanted to ask you this. WWE are holding a king and queen of the ring pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia on the 27th of May this will also be the day that Roman Reigns would hit a thousand days as Universal Champion what do you think your idea the chances of Roman Reigns winning king of the ring the same day he hits a thousand days as champion thanks for being the best podcast available all the very best to you all Kev thanks Kev there is no way that Roman Reigns is I would be shocked if he didn't get beat at Wrestlemania but he makes a, this guy makes a good point because where does this king and the queen of the ring held Saudi mate He's got he's got a point here because it would never put it past never put it past him for like the Saudi guys to go CNEs are then and it's mad any big moment. We, we want it. We want it and we'll give you the money. It's like it's like it's like the boxers are then they're holding out now for like the Saudi money. Uh but nah I I I but he, I, he has I see he has got a point in terms of that 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 would that would be something that the, the Saudis would want to pay for, but I just think they need to go, they'll go with, with Cody. But you never know, mate. You never know because everybody is expecting Cody to win. But I think the the big news of the week, however, is the Vince McMahon's mustache. I was just, mate. I didn't click on to but the day later that it was with fucking Berbatov. Oh, so I was. I didn't realise that. Aye, mate, he's stunning. Right, hold on, guys, can I just interject here? Because that's an old photo that was doctored. Aye, so that's oh, an old is photo. it? And then he doctored it. The rumours are that he did have a moustache, but there are no photographs of that. Oh. Aye, mate, that's okay. a picture apparently for Berbatov backstage at Raw, because I think he's got the monocle tracks track on or something. No, he has, I've just realised that's the meat. <laughs> here, listen, Alan, get in touch, right? He said lots of lovely stuff about us. He also wants a shout-out for his best pal, Scott Henry. 
Uh, Scott's turning 30 on Friday, loves the pro wrestling. He's a mark for purchasing and wearing lucha masks after smoking the funny cigarettes. His trademark gimmick is that he will lucha for Rizla. So there you go. So a big shout out to you, Scott Hendry. How about I say happy birthday to Scott Hendry? If you want to, you don't need to say it. You can say it. Only say if you want to. Yeah, fuck that. Cameo.com slash Grado. Andrew has tracked doing a Rab Florence lookalike, only he's got hair. This is uncanny, by the way. I'll show you if you watch Fucking the video version on Patreon, you'll see this. Mate, see when I shared it and were you in it, Rab? See the amount of people that reply saying that is Billy Corgan? Well, oh, this guy, check out this guy with hair, right? I don't right, know okay. if you can see this so well on the screen, but look at this guy. That's fucking Rob. I have a rotta headburn. I suppose he looks a wee bit. Mm, I can see oh. it. I can see a wee bit. He looks like he's ah. a few, he would maybe be somebody in my family, but he looks, he just looks in a better, he looks spiritually better, he looks mentally better, physically better. So Sorry. really, he's, he's like a bit better version of me. Avero to Hepburn on Instagram if you want to see that. Shout out to Avero to Hepburn. There you go. There we go. Um, shout out to my brother out there. Uh, Noren Tolson has shared the video for the live show. <laughs> oh, what? Remember when by the end of the night, Grado, when you were a wee bit, it had a few by that point and uh, you decided to do karaoke. Here we go. Here is Grado at the live show with a fantastic performance. Yeah, how come I'm not Do you know what? See the next live show. I think we should sing you off again, but you do "Bad Bad Man" or something like that. Oh, I'm a bad bad man. I thought I can't order words to that. Did I not tell somebody that I can't order words to that? I think you did. What does it go like again? I don't know, but I think you. Should. Oh, the, 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 yeah. Brush your mouth like Colgate. Is it that? You should sing him X Factors music. Aye. X fucking. There can be miracles. When no, no, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, fucking, <laughs> I mean, fucking, uh, <laughs> Uncle Cracker. Fucking. Ah, 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 ah. Yo, you dealing with the X factor? I gotta get the guy and the woman, and I'll never get that back. Oh, Jesus! Well, I not... hope you hate X factor, cause you ain't gonna butter be like that. You know, you, you, I have told the story about when I went to an audition for the National Theatre in London. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> what is it? You said? Did you sing? What did you sing again? So, so I learned the lines for this, it was a Norwegian script, it was a Norwegian right. thing called Pier Gint, and I went down to London, man, and everybody was like, good on you, man, that's brilliant, that's the National Theatre, London, man, that's like heavy duty. I was like, tiny, I can't wait. So I'm learning this big, sweet, this Swedish play, and then they went like that, and uh, and if you get your number, I was like, what are you talking about? If you prepare the number? I was like, what, is that a, a song? 
<laughs> Norgo. Yes, you have to prepare the number. I went, I fucking, I don't know. I says, well, I can date Leon Jackson for the next. And it's like, Kev, I mean, there's like four, like, four folks in the audition, Kev, all wearing scarves, they mad French hats, big glasses f- and all that, and I'm pure, with my phone out, looking at the lyrics, going, many nights we pray, <laughs> there can be miracles when you believe. <laughs> and then, like, the, the piano guy goes, halfway through, the piano guy goes, oh, I know it, and then he starts playing it. See, he's good, and I'm going, there can be miracles. <laughs> Beautiful. Here, listen, you need to uh, get on the Patreon if you want to hear the, the stuff that we could let you hear. <laughs> The stuff we were allowed to let you hear for the uh, live show it was good stuff. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. If you want to sign up to that, that's how you're going to get to hear what went on at the live show. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at wrestling daft, on Insta at wrestling daft podcast, or just wrestling daft on Facebook, or just email us, fuck's sake, wrestling daft at gmail.com. Every week. We separate the MFIs for the MJFs as we bury and put over stuff from the wrestling. Right, lads. There's been quite a lot going on in the wrestling. Is there anything you've enjoyed? MJF's post-match uh, press conference was brilliant. When he went into the press conference and just basically just fucking in character, not breaking kayfabe, eating pickles, piss take a CM Punk and just tore into all the journalists. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant selling the injuries. Oh, it was brilliant. Mate, see the post match press comes in AEW. What a farce they are, do they know? Did you watch, did you see the MGF at the video? Oh, that's what I mean. Brilliant. I love MGF, but see the journalists, mate, they're all just sitting there with hard ons because they're getting into to do this sort of ah, stuff. That's you get what I mean? Ah. It's like, mate, I've been listening to Bischoff, Barry Meltzer, and stuff like that for the stuff Meltzer's been saying recently about how he was saying that the WWE made. I co- they, they, they cut a promo short of Cody's because they were nervous that Cody was going to get booed. And it's as if like Meltzer is wanting Cody Rhodes to get booed because he left the AEW. Nice. was getting tore into him, man. Uh, especially after all that stuff. You see all that shit two weeks ago with that Ariel Hawani and all? Aye. Oh my God, man. Tony Khan lo- loosening up because he was on SmackDown. That's Hawani. That's right. Okay, man, I'm talking about Rabbi Lawton, right? Fucking the idea what you're talking about. What's SmackDown? <laughs> Two weeks ago when we were in um, Calgary or Montreal, whatever it was, you know that really kind of, he's a kind of handsome looking UFC journalist guy, he's got the bald head. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite sophisticated for like a, you, you know what I mean? He doesn't look like a wrestling journalist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went on SmackDown to kind of plug or promote like the, Sammy Guevara. No, what'd you call him again? Fuck. What's his name? Ah! El Generico. Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane, right. Sammy Zane match. And uh, Tony Khan tweeted, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as you're as, as legitimate a journalist as what, um, as what Tony Schiavone is. Mate, keep going. I'm, 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 I'm making an answer story. <laughs> but listen, as, so what, what so basically, right, so basically, Tony Khan done a, an interview with Hiro Halani, right? Mm-hmm. Hiro Halani 
was asking all these questions and Tony Khan was going, can I answer that? Can I answer it? Legal issues, legal issues. So that Arrow Halani came out later on and says, that was the worst interview that I've ever done. So Tony Khan's always has been after him since he kind of went on like that. Then Hawani turned up in SmackDown, he's met by a journalist, and Tony Khan was gone, basically calling him out for, you know, as a journalist, you're no meant to work for any of the companies, you're meant to have no bias. So, but Hawani, Hawani fucking responded to him, calling him Snowman and all that, basically insinuating that he's full of Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it just sounded like a dead serious report of what's been happening. You did up until that point. Back to the studio. Insinuating that he's full of Charlie. Back to the studio. <laughs> I'm surprised you missed. But what I'm saying is, these, what I'm saying is, Tony Khan's got a bite of cheek because, come on to hell, Meltzer's got to be in the payroll or something at AEW because his tongue's that much so far up AEW's farter. You would never believe it, wouldn't you know? I mean, come on, Ibogany. Back to the studio. Back to the studio. <laughs> That's why we should have... Do you know I think we should have... It should... A soccer Saturday-style wrestling show. On a, on a Saturday at, like, t- about one in the afternoon or something, where we just talk about the week's events in wrestling just like this. It'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be better, like... Because I, I, I don't know how anybody can sit through these pre-show things when they're talking about a work f- sport as if it's fitba. See that? Right. I can't see when Booker T sitting there and go, I reckon he's going to win this match. I say, I'll tell you, boy. You're like, mate, come on. It's kid on for fuck's sake. Do you see it's... the WWE are, are potentially signing a deal to make it like you can start betting on the wrestling? You can do it in main events like Paddy Power run books and stuff, but the WWE are actually hooking up with a potential um, bookies to start, so you can start betting. But how can you do that? Imagine you could bet through, like, the WWE Network or through a WWE app. You could put bets on that. would be fucking can, You can do it for the Royal Rumble, no? You can, do it for, you can do it for WrestleMania, but you can only do it up to, like, a fiver or something like that. They don't let you put on a lot of money on it. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you could start fucking betting on the wrestling, there would be leaks all over the place, wouldn't there? There already is leaks all over the place, but remember, remember I've told this before, me, me and you, Full match uh, or in more, there was a thing called McBookie.com and they were doing it. It was like Grado and Aye, that's right. Grado right, and Rav versus Greg Hempel and Red Lightning, and it was like, fuck, they were taking odds on it. But it only lasted a couple of hours. What a night that was. I felt I felt legit in that fucking Kelvin Hall that night. I felt like a real fucking big time night. And that. Oh, man. Right, so. Hey, and let me tell you what I um, what I want to well first of all I want to put over Bobby Lashley for flinging about Uncle Howdy um, <laughs> I, it's just terrible all this fucking Bray Wyatt stuff and it's, it's interesting seeing loads of people that are into Bray Wyatt agreeing now now they've yes. all went oh this is fucking shite this is actually shite um, so that's good uh, I had Seth Rollins getting knocked out by Logan Paul was good always like to see a guy showing up at arse to, to put her a Put her a wee angle and put her a wee promote a wee fight. I think that'll be a great match. Could be it could be a show stealer at WrestleMania that Logan Paul Seth Rollins match. Nah, I mean, um, his brother ran away for Floyd Mayweather last night. See that video? No, no, I never saw that. No, I never saw that. Shattered yeah. for Mayweather, did he? Mm, I, I, well, did, I didn't see MJF and Danielson. By the way, boys, I'm not watching. I'm not a fan of an Iron Man match. I love oh, an Iron Man match. Oh, John, he's peace. I know a wrestling match shouldn't be an hour. A wrestling match should be eight minutes. 
Including entrances. Including entrances. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's an, an Iron Man match. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. It was very good. It was very. Remember, good. remember back in the day, the tape going about was um, the tape going about was Chris Hero versus CM Punk, ninety minute Iron Man match. Jesus Christ! Oh, um, I mean, I'm happy to watch. I'm happy to watch a match go to the sixty minute time limit or whatever. Like, I'm happy if that happens organically, but see, knowing what, I, what we're buckling down for a fucking hour or something. I oh, mean, boy, man, I struggle with that. I struggle I, with that. ADHD would flare up, man. Anyway, let's see what the punters are saying. Uh, Paul says uh, uh, Baron Corbin getting buried beyond comprehension again. Poor guy isn't even good enough to be in that jobber squad. A male models uh, wants to put her uh, MGF best Iron Man match ever. In my opinion, interesting. A real modern classic. A youngin should analyse to death. Kev wants to put her Braun Brecker and Carmelo Hayes being made official for NXT Stand and Deliver. Very good. Stand and Deliver. You know what that reminds me. What? Remember, remember, do you remember Channel 4 done faking it? Yes. Aye. You remember that? And then they done, they done a week at Hammerlock with Andre Baker and all this. Aye, that's right. Aye, aye, aye. And uh, they, they, they turned him into Adam. They done a gimmick on the guy, Adam Ant. Aye, aye, aye. And then, was that not his entrance music that he used? I think it was, aye. Faking it was a brilliant show. So, and it was, so, so the deal was, there was like two real wrestlers and this wrestler who'd only been training a week. And the judges were wrestlers, and they had to decide what one was faking it. But they go to what rang. What the fuck's own uh, thing? Way this is a job for Ian Drew Dice Clay. Absolutely, man. Uh, I true. I would love to see that. Um, I would love I to see Full, full. Oh my god! Is it on all four? So, it's on Channel 4, aye. Audrey Giant. Yeah. I wonder if Mossy's on it or that. Or this uh, Paul. Who's that? No Paul Trevor. Paul Volt. Paul Volt, aye. Oh my God. Paul Volt. Gary Steele. It was that era, Gary Steele, aye. Gary Steele. Um, oh, there's Mossy. There's Mossy yeah. there. Mossy's in this. I wonder if Fergal's in it, because this was when Fergal was getting Could trained be. as well. Could be. For those who don't know, that's Finn Balor. Um, I wonder if Baker. Mate, the full episode is up, man. Uh, Scott says loads to put out the Iron Man match despite the weak build to it the storytelling in the match itself was absolutely flawless MJF and the media scrum chef's kiss starts going here Jericho clean was good FTR coming back was good Hobbs taking the TNT was good but he wants to bury the entire AEW women's division oi them give up on it it's dragging every show down every invasion angle already looks like a poor NWO rehash this is that but with shite wrestling next to no likeable characters hater gets a pass it's weird because I do think they've got the personnel well, they definitely get the 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 person to, They've got a couple of absolute standouts. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm not sure what they're doing. We oh, bronze cello wants to put Cena coming back for WrestleMania. Love it, and that Sandman cameo still buckled by it, and wants to bury it, smashed in the face with a brick. Two count, hated it. Oh God, I did you what? I take it. Did you see the Adam Page um, Moxley match? May interest in these kind they of They don't like matches. it. It's a death, it's death match. It's a death match. You'd like it, Grado. Who, me? Oh, you you know, like, do you know like, you used back, to like back, it? Back in the day, I saw it, but I feel as if every time I turn it on, that guy's blading, what do you call him? Oh, Moxley, I. Moxley, man, he's yeah. never got a blade that he's on the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Roshi Boy wants to bury the wank who stole the TNT title belt and broke into Wardlow's car. That I was high. 
That was that was mad, wasn't it? And wants to put old Jay Uso for working everybody brilliantly in that heel heel turn. Oh, I want to give a shout out to that as well. Sorry, I don't know it was why. Very I, good. I didn't think about that. Jay Uso has been let's let's be honest here. Jay Uso has been amazing ever since the pandemic. Ever yeah. since he had that wee run with Roman Reigns right at the start of the bloodline thing. Um that was that was but they matches were brilliant. Uh, and he's just he's just great. He's just He's brilliant. Why, 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 why has Rikishi never been involved in it as these? That's brilliant? a great question, Jado. I wonder why Rikishi's not been involved at any point in this. Like he should go and like threaten to get his ass out or something. Like that, you know what I mean? Because he's he's their he's their dad. And, and watching, and, and he would be like, "Don't get your ass out, Dad." But there was a clip. <laughs> there was a clip of Rikishi. Dad. I'm going to get my ass out. There was a clip <laughs> of Rikishi. A clip of Rikishi coming off the top of the cage onto Val Venus. You mind that? Yeah. I in the back of the car. No, um, it was a, no, it was an old King of the Ring 2000. Into the hay, it was into the hay, wasn't it? It was oh, like, was no, no. Coming off of the top of the cage, only Val Venus, just, um, just in the ring, just a splash. It was a ring. splash, mate. It was a splash. Uh, yeah. And You're thinking of the bump that he took off the cell. The cell, that's what I'm thinking about, aye. But he, um, you know, Rikishi had his Rikishi had his side to him where it was like he's a fucking bad man. This guy, man, he's got you know what I mean. But you he, but see, when I was a wee boy, man, I never thought at no that he was in a thong. Like no. you know, like when you're when I was a wee guy, I just thought it's a guy who's that. That's just his gear, mate. He's just wearing like wee trunks. But see, when I think now, that was a guy walking about in a thong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. I. It was. We could yet. We could yet see him. Um, I Beppe wants to put over MGF and Danielson wants to bury people moaning about MGF throwing water at a kid who had just sat through Hangman and Mox stabbing each other with barbed wire and spikes. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm I'm in two minds a wee bit about that kind of myself. I just kind of think a I I think he'll be all right. B what is my B? I don't know. It kind of feels, I don't know, it just, it didn't pass the sniff test completely for me. I kind of felt there was something about it that just made me kind of think, well, I, I'm trying to think if I was at it with my Ian Wayne, if I was at it with one of my Waynes, and MJF did it. I don't know, you just smart your way up when you just kind of go, ah. it's hard to say. What are we talking about again? I'm talking about MJF taking the cup, taking the, the drink off the maw and <laughs> flinging it over our Wayne. Aye, <laughs> well, then I was folk kicking up. Hell, because it was nah, too, just that, that's too far, or you know what I mean. But nah, that's that's fine, man. As long as yeah. the AEW they come out and give them merch and all that sort of stuff. And stuff. oh, he was backstage. You met all his favorite wrestlers. Ah, exactly. Right. It's um, you know, he's going to. Like, it's a tough one. I kind of get why people think it's overstepping the mark, but I also think like uh, wrestling needs to have that fucking edge of chaos about it. You know what I mean? I kind of feel that wrestling needs to have that edge of chaos. Uh, and if you're going to have your way in it, I don't know. It's a tough one. You know what I mean? It's it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Andy wants to put her MGF versus Danielson at Revolution. Felt the pay per view was a bit rushed overall, but the main event made up for it. Tremendous. Also put over the Jay Uso and Sammy segment. You could actually hear the mics crackle due to the loud pop when Jay hugged them. Mark Dow wants to put her um, episode twenty of the show, um, an old episode where Rab makes a joke about Ric Flair injecting heroin into his bell end that totally flew under the radar. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> and Rasslin God wants to put over the Iron Man match. Didn't have time to watch the full pay-per-view, but for somebody with a short attention span, that match had me hooked from the beginning to end. There you go. There you go. Get away. Fair enough. Fair enough. And he wants to bury anybody greeting about MJ throwing a drink all the way. And if he's still a fan when he's grown up, he will look back fondly at it. True. 
Listen, That's a good shout. Listen, if I was a wee guy and I'd been at one of the events or something, and I'm trying to think who who would have been the heel when I would have I went back in the day. Um, Million dollar man, Sid Justice maybe or something like mm. Big Sid would have been a heel. Um, but perfect, perfect would have been a heel when I would have went when I was a wee guy. Perfect flinging a picking up a drink and flinging it over me when I was a wee guy. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd never shut up about that, man. But this totally reminds me. This just, I just instantly then thought about the wee baby that was in the Nirvana album cover, and it's while he was singing it. And then years later, he sued the record company because he didn't want his Bobby. Out. So, you know what I mean? In years to come, this wee guy could go. You know, it's it was traumatized. Ago, but I'm traumatized. And I want, I, I want thing with. I got I I ended up on the internet. I was a meme for years. This is a thing. It's like, see if you were the more right. Would you know I've been tempted to be like, we're not going backstage. You'll hear from a lawyer. We're That's not getting the membership. Yeah, <laughs> you'll hear about us. How much is Tony Can worth? How many teams does he own? How many football teams? Right. Okay. Um. No, you're all right. I, I don't uh, want that t-shirt. Take that phone finger pass. back. Take it. <laughs> take, take that phone finger. Or you take the phone finger because you're like, all right. So you're admitting you've done something wrong. You know what I mean? The, uh, the minute the minute you get hold of that foam finger, you're admitting you get something wrong. You know what I mean? Don't be a fucking mark. Get your money. See if Big Sex, see if that wee six-year-old boy, ten-year-old boy, whatever it was, was Kevin Nash. He'd have fucking, he'd have took Tony Khan to the fucking cleaners. I would You're right, mate. It's just Clean business, baby. It's no, it's no show friends, is it? It's show, it's, it's, it's show business. You just made the list! Right, so the list of wrestling daft has got 100% of the vote. It's underrated heel runs. Underrated heel runs. Grado, what about your heel run? Would you say that was an underrated heel run? Yeah. <laughs> you hated it, Grado, didn't you? I was did, all... you hate it? did you hate it? I don't think you did hate it, did you? Nah, I didn't hate it, but I wish it was underrated. I must do. Do not feel good coming out as a heel? Brilliant. Well, it might not that it was great, but see how the rest was a bad guy. Fuck that. What hard though? Aye, aye. Putting heat on fuck and all that shit. It's you kind of get a break. At least when you're, at least when you're a a, a, a good guy, you can lie in a flare and gas for air. But no, as a, a bad guy, you've got to keep in tap things. Always got to keep going. So, no, not for me. It's a harder graft. It's a hard graft being a heel. Underrated heel runs. Let me think. No. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, I'm, I'm, I'm merely a fan of the Steve Austin heel run than Mist. I need to be yeah. honest. I, when you think about it, the stuff that he done with Kurt Angle, yeah, it did, it did end up coming up with that watch chant that done everybody's tits for years, 
Um, that's true. That's he did true. all the watch thing as well, didn't he? he? Did all the watch thing. Yeah, right. like all that. that stuff. See if you yeah. watch that back, mate. That's hilarious. Like stuff with Taz and all that. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin is a funny guy. Hugging Vince McMahon with that fucking mental look he had in his face. No, aye, aye. That for me, I remember that very, very strongly, and I remember really enjoying it. I'm trying to think what other underrated heel runs of the The Rock 2003. I loved him, the Hollywood Rock. But I mean, is this underrated? I don't know if it is. You know what I mean? No, it's probably no underrated, is it? It's probably quite. Uh, one of my favourite heel runs, and I know Jeff Jarrett was heel a lot when he was in TNA, but one of my favourite heel runs was when he was doing Jiu Jitsu. Oh, mate, that's hilarious. <laughs> if you go and watch that back, <laughs> he's doing it on the wings. <laughs> that was one of my favourite heel runs, um, actually. And, and on the Jeff Jarrett front, actually, um, his, his whole kind of heel spin when he came out here to the UK to fight Lionheart was great as well. Um, that was a great wee. Who else? Why? What else is a good heel run that I liked? Let me think now. Let me think. Hmm. But you, John, you got any? Can I think? Uh, I mean, I thought like that. I put immediately when I put this topic up. I thought the Daniel Bryan heel run when he was all the vegan and uh, got all the belt, you know, and he had big Eric Rowan beside him and all that. I I thought that was really underrated. I don't know if I watched all of that, mate. Mm. Mm. The wooden belt and all that. I thought it was, I thought it was a nice touch. They sold that belt and everything, didn't they? They did, aye. They did. I think you'd still buy it. Was it called, was it called the vegan tight or something like that? Aye. It's all wooden and that. It was nice. It was good. Stuff. It's tough. It's tough. Sometimes it's, it's hard to... It's hard to remember people's... See, you're talking about an underrated one. It's probably a heel run that kind of... Wasn't he... <laughs> Wasn't that memorable? Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of tricky. Punters are saying anyway, Bret Hart 1997 doesn't get enough love, says Paul. The Mania 13 double turn snapping that Vince, the Canadian hero, and peeking at that ovation at Calgary Stampede in your house. Great times. No, I think you, I think Paul's got a good point there. I probably you could consider it underrated, but I don't know if it is underrated these days. I think retrospectively, a lot of people praise that run for Bret Hart, or maybe I just follow Ian Drew Dice Clay too too closely. Um, Stevie remembers as a bairn watching British Bulldog turn heel and being distraught at it. He was tagging with Diesel against men in a mission and out of nowhere knocked Nash out with a forearm and gave him the power slam. We shout out for David Boy there. John says the new Daniel Bryan. Oh, here, the new Daniel Bryan. That was a good run. That's what I just said. That was a good run. Why did you not think of that one, John? Huh? <laughs> By the way, with the vegan and all that and the wooden belt and all that, carry on. Anyway, do you know they sold that belt still at a normal price? Price four hundred dollars. Do they? Oh, the, the wooden one. Yeah. Anyway, John liked it. They could have gotten at least another year of mileage out of it. They turned them back babyface too soon. Another favourite corporate sellout, dude love as well. Uh, Beppe says Sean Michaels in 2005 against Hogan only lasted for about a month, but it was dynamite and gave us back the old cocky gum and dickhead. HBK, shame he didn't run with it for longer that was fun, Ryan says anyone who watched it will agree Bram's ICW heel run which uh, of course I played, I played a part in, I played a part in mate. Mate, see when he pile-drivered um, Viper oh, that was let me tell you something I, I'd, never, I'd never met Bram right? Um, and when I turned up today that bit, I was like I'm going to have to kind of work this bit with this big dude, you know what I mean and I was kind of like you know, I, I I knew everybody else kind of that was involved, but I didn't really know him. Or not, but what did he, what he, did he do to you, Rab? 
He didn't do anything to me. I was on right. I was on his side. I, I did a low blow and then kind of got out the way for Bram to do his business and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But he was he was a total fucking sweetheart. Um and and was very like to me, like um uh, you know, I'll make I'll make sure not to like I don't want to just make sure you clear out the way because I don't want to hurt you or anything like that. You know what I mean? He was like very looking out for everybody that was involved in the segment. By the way, that 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 segment that we're talking about is up on YouTube. Watch it, man. It's a great segment. Type in "Do Drop Piper Niven in DCT Wedding." If you've never saw it before, watch it. Um, and it was it was great to officiate a wedding. Um, uh, you know, uh, in the wrestling, which is a you know a thing a thing you want to do. Like like Bischoff, Bill Bischoff. Todd says JBL's title run in SmackDown back in the day was heavily underrated. I'm not sure that's an underrated one. You hear a lot of people say that was a great run. I, I like heel JBL. John says Rudo was one of the best shite cunts in wrestling. Oh, yeah. IMO, particularly his run when Gredo was chasing the belt. Amazing stuff. I don't think I don't think that's an underrated run either. I think um, that heel run by Rudo is a, a fundamental foundation of the boom of British wrestling. Andy says Jinder Mahal. Mm. Stuart says Jonathan Coachman, purely for the WTF at the time. The Quiet Loaf says Hacksaw Jim Duggan joining Team Canada. That's right, God, that's a blast for the past. Sean says, I don't think Hollywood Rock gets the full credit it deserves. Kane's embrace the hate angle. And Willie says Novo is underrated as a heel run by outsiders. I'd also say Big Goldson. <laughs> Right, um, so let's choose a listener of the week, lads, because I need to get the fuck out of here. When do we ever do listener of the week? We never do listener of the week, but we're doing it this week. Hmm. Get that guy that we only say happy birthday to. Oh, that's oh, a nice right. Right. Let's nice get to him because it's his birthday. So let's give it to Scott Hendry. Um, here, by the way, so while we're talking about Hendry, is Big Joe Hendry is doing well just now. He seems to be making a making a good splash here there. Hi, mate. He'd done an interview for TNA.com and he was talking about me and you would think I was dead. <laughs> Everybody loved Grado. He's just the man and, and they're showing a lot of highlight packages. You know, he was great. Everybody loved him. So great and all that. <laughs> Sad music and I'm like, mate, I'm no fucking Sad dead. Music. <laughs> Sad music. Maybe he's setting up for the big TNA comeback here, Grado. Funnily enough, I did speak to some TNA folk about stuff. Oh, yeah. wait a minute, hold on, what's oh. this? It's nothing, man. <laughs> Give me, a... nah, man, just forget about it. Nah. Where are you going to be showing up, Grado? I know something's in the works. Mate, I'm not be showing up. In Adler. Tell me where I'm showing up. BCW in Comanlock, April the eighth. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Here's a good question, right? See if, uh, see if uh, the phone was tearing, right? Aye. And it was, let's say, an American organization. I'm not saying necessarily which one. Would you drop everything? Aye. Would you drop Crofty? Aye. The, the family bash. Aye. Two doors down. Yeah. Um, the Great Out Escape. Scott's Great Escape. You yeah. drop a lot. The Wayne's, the Missy's, the lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, aye. Aye, man. Like... I would. See Wrestling America is the best time of my life, man. I just fucking... I just... Well, that was it for Wrestling Dads. Grado up the road now. Listen, mate. As I say... What was your hamster's name again? Hammy. Hammy! You'll never walk alone, son. Gone but not forgotten. It's your cell. It's your cell. 